Welcome into the Yellow Fiber Studios. I'm Tanner Schwint, co-host Brian Gary. Hey, Joe Padilla doing the production work here on a Friday morning reminder. Coming up uh, next is Coach Speak. They'll be live from the Denver Coliseum ahead of a game against uh, uh, a game that we'll have here on, on the airwaves. If uh, Bruce Fossil found Ridge, his way there. <laughs> hopefully. Fossil Ridge and Regis Jesuit uh, in the 6A semifinals. Uh, winner advances to play in the state championship game. And then tonight we've got Windsor and Mesa Ridge for you on tap. Huge day of preps here on KFKA. Uh, we are joined in studio uh, by Cody Wilson, Denver and Front Range Weather. Co- Cody, we were talking about the earthquakes near the volcanoes up in Alaska, mm-hmm. uh, but we're seeing some earthquakes in southern Colorado right now? Yeah, there's a cluster of quakes overnight uh, near Trinidad, and then some of my followers uh, telling me of some quakes near Silverton, which is in southwest Colorado on the San Juan Mountains. Not unusual or unusual? There are some fracking lines. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it's actually the Transformers. The Autobots have returned. Um, if you would have stayed on that path, <laughs> you would have oh, lost a friend in me. Yeah. No, you wouldn't have lost you a friend. We would have yelled. And um, your follower account probably would have dropped in a hurry there, too. Uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> it's, it's BS. It's, it's BS. Yeah, there's some fault lines down there, actually. And, and uh, um, you know, it's not consistently seismically active but you know these tectonic plates are going to shift around and i haven't done a lot of research into it but i i know enough being here in colorado long enough that there are some fault lines down there that will move and and shake every once in a while i didn't know the quakes came in clusters because you know i've I've never seen him we'll go to the weather map (laughs) (laughs) you can see by this big h up here This is going to be a bad this day for Jello a, in yeah, California. Closer to the red hell than it needs to be. What was? What did they measure in at? Um, anywhere from two and a half to three and a half. Okay, so nothing crazy, but that's nothing pretty... crazy. But you know, if you're close enough to the epicenter, enough to feel it. For Total sure. freaky out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Did we had one in in Greeley we up did. here a couple years ago? Right. Yes. What off the top of your head? Do you know what the largest earthquake that Colorado has had? I, I actually I don't. I don't. I'll bet you Tanner's going to look into that. He is, because, yeah. you know, Google. <laughs> Correct. It's helped a lot of Great us. Great tool uh, to have. No six, I made a shirt out of it. It was a 6.6 <laughs> magnitude. Six? Wow. Back in, well, Brian, Brian, you don't remember this? Was that in, like, uh, 26? Yeah, it was 1882. 1882. Oh, okay. November 7th of 1882. I was 26. Right. Yeah. 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 It was a good year. It It certainly uh, was. (laughs) was Soon after that, we got plumbing. (laughs) It was probably in the northern front range west of Fort Collins. So they said that this happened west of Fort Collins. So we're not immune to this here. I just thought, you know, we see earthquake Colorado. That's normally, they don't pair very well together. We were were following a pack of weasels up there when it hit. uh, Yeah. Imagine going to the outhouse and that thing hits. Oh, it's crazy. I thought, well, I've got to chew my weasel better. I'm like, this isn't just the diarrhea. All right. Uh, So this week, Cody... Um, it was. It's been a weird week weather-wise. Very it, it weird. It seems like everything's been moving in out of the east right about right about uh, when the sun set. Yep. Very yeah, that's weird. Change. Yep. Very weird. Also known as March. And uh, yeah, <laughs> gonna change. Yep, Get gonna at change. the time. Change. Absolutely. Takes a second. It, it does. Sorry, I'm here. Happy Friday. Um, but yeah, almost sixty degrees yesterday. 
That yeah. felt good. No, it did. It was it was wonderful. It was. Uh, it's because things naturally warm up at and, this time. Indeed. But uh, there's a really strong storm moving into the Pacific Northwest, actually moving through Boise as we speak. There, Twin Falls, Idaho, clocks 70 miles an hour this morning. Ooh, wow. Wind gusts. Um, a blizzard and whiteout conditions in portions of eastern Oregon and into the Boise and West Central Mountains in Idaho. A lot of that energy is going to be moving into Colorado this weekend. The mountains is going to absorb a lot of the energy. Um a lot of snow potentially in the mountain valleys up to a foot could be up to two feet above the timber line very windy as well so a lot of ski traffic i think is going to be running into some headaches this weekend um just quite a bit of wind down here um it'll be very gusty and sporadic and then some scattered rain and snow showers temperatures won't be too terribly cold 40s and 50s and then another warm-up going into next week before another potential storm around wednesday or thursday yeah that was going to be my question because i think as we looked at the extended forecast mm-hmm. we're seeing those temperatures mm-hmm. you know the up roller next coaster that that it's got to mean that something's yep. pushing behind that yep 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 absolutely so uh you know yesterday was a little precursor of fall spring and then uh um you know, there's going to be enough cloud cover today, I think, to limit solar insulation. So we'll be probably in the 50s today, depending on where you're at. This and is then, the last weekend of winter, isn't it? <clears throat> no, this is so the winter, the spring is um, March 20th. The right? spring March equinox 21st. is the 21st, I believe. Meteorological spring. And this is to follow the farm and ag schedule for for planting season and also for calving season. Um, you know, just more streamlined in the calendar generally. Meteorological spring was March 1st, but uh, the astrological equinox starts March 21st. So we're not quite there. Almost. Almost That's what there. I said is this is the last week. Okay, so there is technically So next one more weekend. week. Yeah, technically one more next weekend. Okay. Yeah. All right, I was close. You were close there. You were close. Um, I, this, this week, though, you know, we saw major headaches. What was that, Tuesday morning? Or Tuesday morning with the, the freezing, freezing rain drizzle. that came in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been weird to watch this form, you know, because so where my place is, is out there is, is at the highest point in Weld County. Yeah. Uh, the VOR is set up out there. And so we got a really good look over to the east. And watching it form was has just been bizarre. Mm-hmm. What has been causing the consistency of these things to pop up in, 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 in eastern Colorado and start moving this way? What has been causing that? So you get um, – it's all – Really complicated atmospheric thermodynamics, but if you want to keep it really, really simple, um, this weather pattern we've been in has been generally setting up um, easterly upslope at the ground. Usually you have a strong jet overhead. You were going to text me about that, you know, one singular cloud that went cloud. in front of the moon, yes. and that was adorable. It's true. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, you have strong southwest flow aloft with a jet stream that's southwest to northeast. Translate that down to the ground, the winds are coming directly out of the east. What people fail to realize is a lot of our moisture source in the springtime comes from the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. People think it's too far away. Nope. The Gulf of Mexico is one of our primary sources for water, especially in the springtime. Wow. And so when you get that easterly wind coming off of the central plains, you're advecting 
That's the horizontal movement of air is advection. You're moving all that water in the atmosphere closer to the front range because the wind is blowing towards the mountains. So you raise the humidity levels, and then when you get saturation in the air like we did Tuesday morning, 100% saturation, the air temperature, the dew point temperature are exactly the same. You condense low clouds, fog, and if the temperatures are below freezing, and if the depth of the uh, column of air is deep enough, you'll precipitate a lot of that moisture, and there you got freezing drizzle. These little fronts that have been moving in, um, I don't think they knew what bathroom to use because they were they had a little bit of everything. I mean, they had snow, they had rain, they had sleet, they had fog, it had everything inside. I mean, it was just it's been crazy to watch it form. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and and I got a lot of messages from people saying there's nothing on radar. There's I, nothing, I can't see on anything yeah. on radar. Well, that's because the radar beam at the radar sites is pointed aloft. That's to account for the Earth's curvature. So sorry, flat earthers. And then um, <laughs> it's also to account for um, uh, interruptions in, and changes in topography at the ground. So with this cold, shallow air mass we had Tuesday morning, the depth of it was maybe a couple thousand feet. Well, if the radar beam's pointed aloft ab- above 2,000 feet, it's not going to detect anything below it. Right. So even though we had all this freezing drizzle and light snare flurries going on Tuesday morning, the radar wasn't showing. So it provided a false sense of security. It caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah, it, w- it was just fun watching it move in Tuesday night, Wednesday night, uh through no uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Yeah, all three nights, just watching mm-hmm. it start to form and move in. Yep. It was yep. it, it was pretty cool. It looked like the Dementors were coming. We're talking with Cody Indeed Wilson, they were. Denver and Front Range weather here on a Good Morning Noco. Uh, so pretty pretty nice weekend for us here. Um, I mean, it's not the best, but it's not going to be the worst. I mean, we're going to still deal with gusty winds. I'm getting messages from people that are, you know, tying down lawn furniture because it's already that bad over the Palmer is it, Divide. Is it going to come here that bad? Are we going to? Is it going to be like gusts around we, thirty? It'll, with... be, it'll be sporadic gusts. It, we we're it's so nice here in Greeley because we are wind sheltered in the along the South Platte River. So we normally do not see the worst of the wind gusts when we have wind events. We'll get them every once in a while, but not consistently like they do in the foothills in Boulder and Larimer County and of course along the Palmer Divide where you're more exposed in open terrain but you know expect the wind machine to continue through the weekend it'll be obviously the worst in the wind prone spots of the continental divide in southern wyoming and then we'll get a, a cold front a weak cold front saturday morning that'll spark some rain and snow showers not expecting much in the way of accumulation but um it won't be the best weekend to be outdoors but you know we're not going to be freezing our butts off either no that goes a long way you you mentioned i know it's way too early Mm -hmm. what what are you starting to track for wednesday uh so wednesday into thursday i'm tracking a system that's going to be coming out of the great basin so when we look for storms like this six days in advance we want to see which direction the storm's going to track, right? So this one's going to be more, a little bit more of a southern trajectory um, as compared to the storm that's hitting the mountains this weekend. That's kind of what we want. And then if the phasing is right, there's going to be a cold front coming out of Canada at the same time. If these two phase together just right, we could be looking at 
the potential, again, possibility, not certainty, it's possibility of an impactful winter storm for some folks in Colorado Wednesday night into Thursday. What yeah. you, oh, sorry. Go no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I know traditionally, mm -hmm. because uh, Kyla and I's anniversary is Tuesday on March 14th, and the amount of times we've planned trips around our anniversary that the weather right. has come in and prevented yes. seems like more often than not. Absolutely. Is that the Ides of March are rolling in right Absolutely. then? Absolutely. Does that usually bring in? Yep, yep. March is going to march. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, if you've been in Colorado long enough, March, march is going to march. march. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can yep, count it, on that again. Yep, good times. What's the, the, the early trajectory of that storm, uh, most imp imp impactful spots in Colorado? Uh, so if we have a northeasterly wind in Colorado, that does not favor the Northeast Plains. That's more of a downsloping wind off the Cheyenne Ridge, but what that would favor is d the Denver Metro, the foothills of Larimer and Boulder County, because they sit in the shadow of the, the foothills, and of course, the west and south suburbs of Denver sit in the shadow of not only the foothills, but the Palmer Divide. So they're kind of double dipping when it comes to upslope. So again, way, way too, too far out, but uh, it's something that we need to start watching. Uh, Cody's followers uh, count can't go down because Cody is the man, period, <laughs> only up. Uh, he said the word thermodynamics. Like I said, Cody is the man. HVAC guy uh, uh, texting in here this morning. Well, thanks, HVAC guy. Well, it can go down because you can go down by one. <laughs> I go and, and follow it, so point schwint. Uh, well, you're going to come join us next Friday, right, out at the at, uh, Eaton Country Club uh, watching some college basketball. You know, that is a strong possibility. Possibility. Um, the Mountain West Conference Tournament is going on right now, and of course I'm emotionally and, and financially invested because of Boise State, and there's a possibility that they could draw the bracket in the Denver region, and if, ah. they, if they end up playing in Denver, you might not, not see, see me. Yeah. I'll see you on the TV. You will indeed. Uh, it just always pops up places. I know but it does. Yeah. There's a lot of different things that could go could go haywire there for you to still come and join no, us. No, absolutely right. Cause it's not a, Denver, Thursday, yeah. not make the tournament. Right. Um, I think that... Uh, yeah. I know, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Oh, They're probably in. They're you. probably Probably in. Uh, but if you want a chance to come meet Cody, uh, come out next Friday. Uh, you're in the March Madness Bracket Challenge. Absolutely. Uh, and see how you do this I gotta year. I got to do that. Yeah. Well, the bracket's not set yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you made it Sunday. Like Sunday, had, Sunday. So I'm thinking, what did I miss, man? There seems to be some spots, but if Cody already filled his out. Cody Wilson, Denver, <laughs> Front Range Weather. Check out Cody the Weather Guy podcast on 1310 kca.com. It's been a great Christmas, guys. <laughs> see ya. See ya when I see you. Okay, bye. Start calling you Joe. Thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks Cody. Come Appreciate on, it. man. We'll be back to wrap this thing ZZ's up. ZZ's riding a bike. <laughs>